Hello. Welcome to Salt Circle Podcast. My name is Bank, and with me is Hen. You know, your host. <laughs> yeah. Your smooth. host with the most. Real yeah. Smooth. Um, we just talked about magic in our last episode, and we're doing it it's again. True. <laughs> yeah. Doubling down, which is abnormal for us. Yeah. <laughs> fight you. This isn't your mono green fight club deck. Heyo, references. Oh. Um, but in that deck, I do have the card Arena. <laughs> that's. I don't know if that's the worst or best segue ever, but it happened, so here we are. Um, so, yeah, uh, we're talking about we're Arena. Talking Magic Gathering Arena, which just is still in closed beta, but they just dropped the NDA so we can talk about it. Or shit talk is, about it. As oh, some, I mean, not not entirely, but sometimes, sometimes, it's, it's almost like it's still in closed beta, and they haven't figured everything out yet. Yeah, it's weird some that of way. things they they might not figure it, but uh, but yeah, we're, we're gonna talk about that stuff. That's what we're here to talk about, and we might talk about some other stuff depending on about how how long we go. This, this yeah. discussion takes so. Uh, um, yeah. just to start out, yeah. I'll just talk about some of the, uh, so the other digital versions of magic that it have existed before now, mm-hmm. their attempts, their, their big first one, the big one is magic, the gathering online, it's sometimes called moto. And I don't know why, uh, which is like full on straight, translation of the paper card game to computers it came out like early 2000s like it's been a long for a long time before free to play was a thing magic the gathering online started and you were like paying money to buy packs of cards to play them in this digital space and the only like the like translation was um if you got every one of every card in a set you could like cash that in for and they would mail you a physical a copy of that set within like a certain amount of time. Like if it was too old, they weren't going to do it. Mm -hmm. So I, so I got on that like right as it happened, uh, like fucking, I don't know, bought some $20 thing that gave me starter access. Eventually it was just free, I think. And that was like just cool because it was a way I could play magic at any time. And I had a friend who gave me, gave me some cards. So that was like the first, it's like the first, but that's like, that thing is is old. It has its own issues. It can be cumbersome. It's only for hardcore magic, but it does it's, have the benefit of having the side market where yeah, people I was gonna can, say, can directly it's, trade it's cards. It's noteworthy that like there's an economy within it. Yes, and like, it actually you, uh, has affected real world economy kind of. Um, with the uh, there was a what they call them like ticks. Like that's the purchasing. Yeah, you buy. Thing. Well, you buy a ticket. Okay, it's basically a ticket is one dollar. It's one ticket. Yeah. So there's a, there's a format that came about on Magic Online called Popper, where all the cards were commons, and it it like became a thing, and it became a thing like in physical Magic as well. So now there's mm-hmm. some common cards that have shot up in price because they're really good in this format that originated on Magic Online. <laughs> So it, it mm. comes back. Um, yeah. And like I, I said, there was the format Vanguard, which I th- it's, had started in, 
in other places, but like ha- has some of the same like I- the same kind of idea that led into Commander being formed was like people were thinking about with that that format, and that was big on MTGO for a while. Yeah. So Arena's goal is mostly so I, well. Oh, so the, there's one other branch of Magic game I want to talk about. Like there are oh, other Magic games Duels like fucking. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I want to talk about Duels of the Planeswalkers just because that was like the console version of Magic. Sure. Yeah. Where it, it simplified a bunch of the rules. You could only buy, like, you would buy a product, it would give you some cards, and then they would sell, like, DLC packs with more cards. There was no, like, buying packs or but anything. But it included Jace as an Xbox 360 background. Oh, uh, yeah. So they would put out one of those a year. Also, also, it had the dumb thing of, like, being an annual game, so... Oh, now this one is obsolete, and the next year's one is the one you should buy, like, as a sports game. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd never... I've played a bunch of them. I never loved them because of... Again, there's just... It's not quite full magic. Sometimes you could edit your deck. Sometimes it was was not... It was not the full full package that I wanted. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it was neat as a thing you could mess around with on on a on a 360 or whatever on a console and then they did what is it? magic duels origins is the version that yes so they put that one out on on phones and on steam mm-hmm. well yeah the big thing was it was phones they've done the, a lot of those duels of the planeswalker games also went to phones i think eventually it just became magic duels is like the one which was the last one they made and that was that was supposed to be, okay, we're done with this annual thing. We're just going to have this game, and it's going to be our Hearthstone competitor. Because yeah. that that's the thing. Like Since the, the Planeswalker game started before Hearthstone, but Hearthstone kind of changed the game in terms of uh, CCGs on, online. Like Hearthstone is so big, so Magic has kind of been slow to catch up to Hearthstone. And Duels was their attempt, and it kind of failed. It, it, it failed. <laughs> yeah. like, no, there's not kind of about it. It, it was it just, the economy wasn't was. great. It wasn't. It wasn't the thing. Like the most, the biggest thing about it was playing a game was too fucking slow. Was like oh, that. Ever. That was probably what killed it the most for me. Just like the way the way they tried to translate it didn't didn't mm. work. It wasn't fun enough. So and the economy was bad. So arena is they've gotten like that team is gone. So the team that worked on all those Jules Little Planeswalkers, they've like hit the road. We're done with you. So we've got a new team building a new game from scratch, built specifically to play on PCs at the moment. Um, although it's being built in Unity, so they can port it to phones later. But technically, so this is a with fresh Chromecast start. or something. There's there's <laughs> ways. There's ways. Yeah. 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 But so that's how they're thinking about it as a full-fledged, full rules of magic. We're getting in all the latest sets are going to be in here, but it'll be a collectible carding game instead of a trading card game. So that uh, and uh, it will yeah, be like there's... a Hearthstone, like a Hearthstone competitor, but it will be full-fledged Magic: The Gathering. Also, they're developing it with an interest towards streamers who play Magic: The Gathering. 
because watching Magic Gathering online is not the most pleasant viewing experience because it's fucking no, hard to read dude. the cards. You kind of have to know have what to. all the cards are. You have I, to know. I don't consider myself like an expert Magic player, but I definitely don't consider myself super casual. I can't fuck yeah. like anytime I see one of those clips, I have to go into the comments and like look for the like TLDW. I I can't. <laughs> I fucking just don't know what's going on enough. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've watched I've watched a bunch of uh I mostly watch like Super League stuff where they have like top tier pros doing doing dumb tournaments or whatever playing modern mm-hmm. currently is like the thing. I will I will watch that stuff here and there. I've been watching it more recently cuz I've been more into magic recently. Yeah. Uh but yeah, it's not a it's not an ideal viewing experience. Let's say it's no. not great, and it's like uh, it's not. It's a probably good... even worse than when they film real life magic, where they just like have a camera pointing at the table oh, with yeah, the, the cards. top down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's like actually harder to read than that. Um, <laughs> and they're all also... they're MB, the way they do it. It's always glitching because like you can't. They're trying to fit the hand size in. Like they've got better at it over time, but they, it used to be oh, fucking rough. Still... It's still not great. It's still, it's still not great. Yeah. Um, it's also like tech issues about Magic Online. Just yeah, it's definitely not very casual. Not casual enough, at least. Just because you have all no. the nonsense, like you still have all of the the buying and selling and everything. So that just, I, I think any any form of Magic that they tried to do that still had that, it it was never gonna be casual enough um the question though that the question that people have had though is how are they going to do if they're going to do old sets with arena and how that will be handled in the end because you know you have shit that's like five or six hundred dollars in real life Mm -hmm. are you going to release some sort of like vintage masters sort of deal for arena or are you just going to like well Everything from X block forward we're doing, but nothing before. And if they do that, like, then what happens to old formats? You just don't have mm-hmm. them, really. Yeah. So, it's unclear right now. I will say, when Magic the Gathering Online started, it started with Invasion, and the plan was just to move forward. Like, at first it was just, we have the latest sets and we're moving forward. But eventually they started doing vintage sets they did like a whole tempest remastered set at one point like they've done digital only specific sets that incorporated old cards so that people could play other formats like yeah it was the sort of the point was just we want these other formats to be in this game too so we need to have these cards in 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 the game so i could see them doing select things for specific formats but right now all their focus is on is getting on the game standard like to- yeah, uh, well, other focus is on making the game and figuring out how the economy is going to work at all. Yeah, is <laughs> their current focus. But I know they want to do, and I know they want to get draft in there and limited. So, but standard and limited seem like the the number the number one f- formats that they care about for this thing. And then other formats they're going to have to care about down the line because cards will rotate out, and that is unacceptable for a CCG where your cards are. Are completely mm-hmm. dead. That's they don't. That that's not ideal. Yeah, it's a bad look. So, I mean, I'm gonna explain the economy. I guess jump in if I get anything wrong. Um, you start out 
It's, and right now, uh, in closed beta, they gave how many packs? They just gave us, like, three more. I think they gave you, like, three of each of the they four sets that are in. They gave you three of each to start, yeah. yeah. And then and they have... Yeah, you have ten starting decks. I think it's just each color combination. Each two-color mm-hmm. combination. Yeah. Yeah. Each uh, And then each deck has, like, a slightly different play style, focuses on different things. It's pretty nice for variety. And... There's daily quests, which um, reward gold. I think it's... I've, I've been seeing anywhere from, like, 200 to 500. I don't know if there's... I haven't seen... I haven't seen a 500 one. I just had a 500 one. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Unless I completed two at once and I did not notice, but... Maybe. The most I've seen is 300. Uh, and it's 1,000 gets you a pack. Yes. Basically. Yeah, from thousand, the, any of the four booster. sets that are currently in the, the closed yeah. beta. And then there is, I don't know, I've never capped it out, so I don't know if it has a cap. Um, for each win, you get an individual card. You get gold for the f- and a card for the first four, then you just start getting a card. Yeah. It does cap out eventually, I think, but it's pretty high. To, yeah, I got to like 15 or 16 or something, and it was still going. It's like some, around 30 or something, it might cap out. I don't remember. Okay. So a reasonable amount, I think. It's supposed to it's supposed to cap out. The the harder cap is you get a you get a uh, a booster. pack for every five. Yeah. You get a booster pack for every five wins up to up 15. to up to fifteen wins for the week. It's your your weekly rewards. Yeah, and that that's a uh, is that like a Sunday or Thursday or Friday? I don't know what day it actually ends on. I haven't noticed. Yeah, I think uh, just Monday it seemed like it was... Yeah, because I remember getting back. it, and it... Yeah, that that's right, because I think I started diving into it more, like, whatever weekend, this past weekend, mm-hmm. maybe, or something, and then it reset, like, right away, so I was like, oh, it's a daily thing, but it's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not um, a daily thing. Yeah, so there's that, and then there is a, a treasure chest that... So, for magic, as we've, like explained in the last episode as people might know there's four of a like you can have a max of four of a kind in a deck so whenever you get a four of a kind of a card like that's the max you can have and you can just split those between decks so mm-hmm. once you get more than four it kind of like i guess the equivalent would be like it just turns to into dust or whatever thing in hearthstone like it goes in this treasure yeah. chest the treasure chest percentage goes up once I'd hit a hundred, um, is it all wild cards? I think it is. It's it's a it's a they've changed it a bunch of times, so I'm not yeah. currently sure what it is. I think I think the big uh, one of the sticking points is it doesn't currently give you mythic wild cards. I yeah, know. yeah, and I think they're gonna change that. They have to in some yes. way. Well, yeah. So I'll also say the way the current economy is. Is not going to be final because people are complaining a lot about it, mm-hmm. <laughs> particularly in comparison to what what we've be, we've had before. But also just as it as it stands, it's not it's not working. It's not it's not enough. Yeah. Um, I was just gonna shit. Yeah, you can't get mythic. So the wild cards are basically you get them at common, uncommon, rare, or mythic rare, and then you can trade them in for whatever card of that type that you want just one Mm -hmm. and you can't the only way to get mythic rare ones right now is to get them in packs so not only is it a mythic rare 
card, it's a wild card. So it's even worse getting one than normal. It's basically you're waiting for a very specific card, and that just... It's very hard to get uh, a high, a rare or mythic rare wild card. That being and... said, I totally got one the other day, so, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the other thing is... The thing is, if you get one, that's one card in your deck. Yeah. It's not... And if it's... Uh, and in the current standard, like, people who want to play standard decks in this yeah. in this game like you're you're having four of a kinds for rares and in some cases two to four of a mythic so yeah you're like a, a lot of the if you're building a top deck it's going to be mostly rares and mythic like those are the cards that end up in a lot making up the bulk of a lot of the uh the high end decks so it's kind of annoying mm-hmm. when you wanted to play the <clears throat> the competitive format because there's no other way to get the cards you want there you can't there's no dusting, strict dusting. If you get a card, you can't un get it. You have to that get card. Some bone. F- yeah, <laughs> you just have that card. It. They they decided they want people to be building collections. They don't want people to be dusting cards. So they've tried to balance that out with giving you more stuff, but they're not giving you enough. Like it's just too hard to get get the cards you want at the and moment. And there is a problem. With and the- and there's no way to get the cards you want because you can't buy you can't even buy packs so people are extra annoyed (laughs) yeah people who just want the stuff can't even get it um yeah and for the one card per win that's like semi-fine ish right now because there's four sets how many sets are there in magic like a trillion like, like if they kept this like four sets a year yeah if they kept this like current system you get one card from any of like twenty sets. Well, like, I assume they they keep it in like card a card from standard or whatever. You would hope <laughs> they also think. like put in standard sets and then excluded some standard sets. Yeah, well, yeah. So right now it's it's definitely uh, taking a bit of a dip from before the NDA lifted. But so yeah, people. And the other another problem is reprints are just traded as separate cards. So there are some some cards that have already been reprinted from one set to another. So you can have eight of them for no reason, Mm -hmm. (laughs) even though they're basically identical. Like it's they have to know. They it's not even they have. They do know there are some cards in Magic that just don't get used. There are cards in every set that will never see standard, modern, yeah. commander, or legacy, or anything. Well, well, the way, the way they they talk about it, and the way Mark Rosewater specifically talks about it is, not every card is for everyone. Certain cards are for certain audiences. The problem is with this digital format, you're still collecting these cards that just aren't for the players of this specific game. Like, there's no nothing to do with a crappy common that you're getting from in this game. Like you don't get to hold it. You like the joy of just having it. Isn't going to be the same as having yeah, this physical no. thing. It's, it's going to be that thing that you wish like, where's the hide card feature? Because I don't want to have to scroll through all the shit that I don't care about. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> it's just, yeah, they're never going to be touched ever. <laughs> So that's yeah, they're just frustrating. It's not useful. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think this was something I I forget if it's always been in. Um, one of the big things in 
magic is the stack and bluffing. If I'm facing someone who has two blue mana open and at least one card in their hand, that might be a counterspell. And mm. if I try to cast something big, they might be countering it. The default way that, uh, like, they also might just be holding a land and, like, bluffing the hell out of me because, you know, it's mind games. It's that, that sort of deal. Yeah. But in Arena, how it currently works by default is if they have nothing to do, it just auto-passes. Like, there's no... <laughs> and you can turn it off. You can actually assume uh, full control so that anytime you technically have priority, it lets yep. you kind of hold. So that's nice. I also hate that feature because there's a lot of people who just are terrible with it. Like it slows down the game. It like it, that's sometimes drastically so. Yeah, so that's one of the things about Magic the Gathering online that I both like and that makes it incredibly frustrating for people to play is you have to you manually set all your uh like trigger points throughout the turn so for each phase you get to say i want to stop the game on my opponent's turn i want to stop the game on my turn yeah and then it'll stop the game also when whenever your opponent casts something or whatever or attacks you so that's that full control of setting all that stuff manually is like super nice when you're building a control deck and it's like super frustrating if you're new and and, and it slows down the game incredibly if you're not being diligent about making sure those you're you're clicking yes to pass turn every time you actually don't want to do something or whatever. Yeah. Like, My... it's a struggle, particularly because you're trying to make the game as fast as possible because you're competing with Hearthstone, which just lets you do everything super fast on your turn and then pass. Yeah. And I think my... My biggest problem is, like, I, I like that. People need to learn that you can just tap control. Like, literally, the, con the, the control for enabling control is the control button. It's mm -hmm. really simple. And sometimes it's good. Like, if you have a shitload of mana open, you're holding some cards, and it's my turn. Yeah, I get that. Like, you want to do stuff. When you're fully tapped out of mana, have no cards in hand, and no ability creatures on the field... And I'm playing my land for the turn. Uh -huh. Maybe turn control off and let the <laughs> like you can do nothing. We both know that you can do nothing, and you're just putting me through this. And it's kind of miserable in that regard. But I've only I haven't encountered too many people who do that. For the most part, people just fly through. And I don't care about bluffing. I want to play. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's no bluffs to be had here. Yeah, I mean, I've also seen people. I had a game the other person just sat there until they lost the game. Yep. <laughs> like just complete time over. I have had I have not encountered anyone who has done nothing, but there was someone earlier today who played a land, played a creature, like turned past to me, I did my stuff, went yeah. back to them, and then just nothing. Yeah, like I could see them because you can see when the other person is like highlighting cards. You can mm -hmm. tell when they're looking at stuff. They were still looking at stuff. They just <laughs> did it until they timed out. And I don't get it. <laughs> But I, I really um, like that feature of you being able to see what they're looking at. Yeah. Because, so like, you, like it just know, lets you know they're, they're there. Or yeah. In some well, cases. And that's, like, that's another thing that... It's like the inverse of auto-passing. That's, like, a, mm -hmm. a thing that in physical magic 
you're either watching their eyes very carefully or they have to bite the bullet and ask to see a card to read it closely. Mm -hmm. So for the most part, there's way more of like, okay, they're checking out this land. Like they know I have it. They have this. There's, there's more information in that regard. Um, yeah, but the actually timeout... the thing, the thing about the, 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 uh, like full control triggering abilities thing actually annoys me more when I have like a creature on the field that has an ability they can activate at any time. Oh my so God. So suddenly yep. I have to, I have to like pay attention enough for all this stuff. Yeah. And there's a way to get, you just click the, there's a button you just click and it will pass till your end of your turn unless the opponent does something. It's not like, but it's like a thing I have to remember. It's just the, you know, facts about magic that are, it was not conceived into this format. So they have to figure out ways to stay true to that. But it's, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. It's not ideal. There is also something to be said about, uh, like having the stack in this form because I like it. Maybe I'm sure it's good in Magic Online as well. But yeah, I've already learned stuff about the stack. Like, okay, this is a thing that actually happens. I don't think I've oh, ever yeah. done it incorrectly, but now I can see it working. And it that's yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. No, I learned a I learned a lot about the stack from playing Magic Gather the Gathering Online. Yeah, like playing enforced rules versions of a game this complicated is super helpful for like learning certain certain things and just understanding like the the mechanics of it mm -hmm. like that was that's one of my my favorite things about magic Gathering online is how much i learned from playing it just because all the all the little rule enforcements were so strict and stuff yeah just convenient i will, I, I also like like the timeout going back to the timeout feature quick that was that was not a thing that was in there initially and it's so appreciated <laughs> Because there were people who, like, they don't have time as an object. They have all the time mm -hmm. in the world. So get into game, yeah, do yeah. nothing until other person concedes. I have my win. <laughs> so that was a godsend. Um, the only yeah, thing... That was, just, that was just a mistake that that existed without that. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, in its current form, I'm, like, I'm fairly happy, but also... The economy doesn't bother me as much because I don't care. Like, I know there's at least one more wipe coming, so whatever. I'll play with whatever jank I happen to have. Um, yeah, that's I, fair. I did want the thing that The thing about it I don't love is that you can kind of commit to one deck, and then you can't do... It's just like yeah, you don't have the variety. You don't have, like, the option to then... Oh, you're committing deck to that's a at deck. Least, yes. Yeah. It's just it's not it's not great, and just you know the amount of which your new cards you're getting is so it just feels tiny. Mm -hmm. No matter how much you play, like I, yeah, I don't. And some people have said like you should always be able to earn a pack a day, and I don't think I've like the equivalent of a pack a day and i don't think i've had mm -hmm. i've never had trouble with that because between quests and then the the weekly like wins to get packs like i mean yeah i guess if i guess if you're really garbage you're gonna have a problem with that but yeah um if you can't get a win if you can't if you just cannot get a win and that's the the other problem where there's only like ranked or whatever in the game right now so if you theoretically if you're if you play a good deck and win a bunch but then you get a quest to play a different 
color combination of deck, and you can't get your wins with that deck to complete that quest, yeah. it can be annoying. Because <laughs> um, there's, there's no like, casual sp- format. But that's just a of, current uh, problem. Speaking of ranked, I've seen thing. at least one person who said they're like how that currently works and how the quests work and everything they've been and again i think this stems from like lack of attachment like mm-hmm. people don't care about their ranks right now i assume mostly yeah, yeah um and this person was talking about how like yeah if you win too much you rank up and then you like go against other people who are going to give you a harder time so occasionally i will just concede like four times in a row to keep myself low <laughs> and like get my wins quicker and then you know keep <laughs> the thing i found rackets. is that it, the the game hasn't seemed to care about my rank like i still get ranked just against random people i get like like i like i got into silver and it's just still bronze people getting getting paired against all the time it's mm. fun it hasn't yeah. actually been as much of a problem as i thought it might be but after i went on a winning streak yeah it's definitely it's definitely a thing, like, to think... I know, I like, playing this, holy shit, the amount that I concede. Like, okay, sir, you have taken more than 30 seconds to decide what to do on turn two with zero, like, with one mana. Like, I'm done. I don't have time for this. Time is money. I don't got any. Yeah, I haven't been I haven't been that aggressive about, about conceding, but I definitely am, like, every time I'm facing a, a blue counterspell deck, I'm oh. like... Well, I could just concede here right and there. Yeah, save nope, save I... myself some time. Like, it's just, man. <laughs> yeah. it just it says no for a while, and then maybe, there, and it, then the game happens. But. And it depends. I had a I had a yeah. nice. I mean, too. I'm gonna. It has to come up now. I had a nice win against a against a counter deck because mm-hmm. or like a counter spell deck, um, because I played. Uh, ravenous chupacabra three times in a row <laughs> just, the third one comes down they were out of mana and they just conceded and it felt good mm-hmm. so you know yeah no. i mean that's the thing happen. you can it's not like you it's not like those decks are unbeatable they're just their games are so much longer yeah it's like no, it's okay guys be and apparently that's been a thing too like there's been people who've just like i'm going to build a mono blue all of the counter spells deck and just literally, literally, like no win con. Just I'm going to counter everything until you rage concede. Yeah. So, which I don't get, just because the the way this format works, you just want to like I feel like building aggro decks makes way more sense. Just yeah. like go fast, get through these games. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people just also like it's also worth. I being mean, some people, some people, them, I guess. Yeah, some people like being an asshole. Some people don't don't like winning through aggro decks. Like different people have different different opinions mm-hmm. on stuff. As someone who's pretty adaptable to oh, whatever yeah. form, uh, the aggro decks I feel like are good for this format, this game, this particular mm-hmm. version of Magic. I'm also like my two big things that I've been looking forward to the. Friend, like I really wanted them to do the friends list or have that ready by the time the mm-hmm. NDA lifted. Because yeah. like I want to play with people, like I want to be able to go against people. That's part of what makes Magic fun for me. Like that's yeah, like totally. I don't care about going to a tournament and facing random people. I want to play against my friends and like call them a piece of shit when they <laughs> when they counter stuff. <laughs> and then you know like I want to have that aspect. So 
I, I'm kind of sad that's not in yet, but it'll it'll be here. And yeah. then drafting. That's the big one. Yeah, drafting like, is, like, where this game's gonna live and die, I think, for me, is if they can copy that. Which Because it's something that the duels deck never attempted and that they've said is a gonna be a big part of mm-hmm. their focus on this eventually, once they figure yeah. it out. Because it's a... I mean... I think what uh, what my biggest draw is maybe is that everyone's on an equal playing ground. Like, if I go into ranked, there could be someone who threw $200 at the game. And I mean, yeah. it's just like real magic in, in this sense, but like... Yeah, no, totally. It's it's a, it's a thing. That, yeah, though, that's, and, I mean, uh, that's why I loved... What I like for Magic Gathering Online is I liked doing draft and sealed. Like, that mm-hmm. was that's mostly what I do there, other than occasionally, like, playing casual decks. That's the most fun. And a way to do that in a free-to-play game where I could do that at a more regular pace more often is the dream. <laughs> yeah. The um, the only thing that people have brought up is since wild cards are such a huge part of being able to get what you want, how do you handle that in a draft pack? If you put well, them the thing in, is, if you put them in boosters, right? Yeah. Then you have less cards to draft with. Do you add them to boosters? Do you make it like a draft well, they, booster and then a chance of wild cards? Well, the big thing is the draft boosters are going to be, you know, the, the 14, 15 cards that a normal pack is. The packs that are you normally unlock in Arena are not that many cards. There are fewer commons and like one less True. uncommon. It's like it's it's purposely less cards, and they've said when they do draft, when you buy to draft, you will get packs that are the regulation size for drafting. Okay, that's good. Yeah, they've that's they've been good. they've been ex- explicit about that. But still, because that's do you do with, cause, I mean, it's just, you just keep if you're what playing, you draft and yeah, if you keep what <laughs> I mean, if you yeah, if you keep what you draft, that's a different. It's a whole different thing. So I'm, I wonder if they if it will but end I up wonder. being like keep what you draft and then prize support is just like normal arena boosters in some form. Yeah, and uh, I will say sense. on MTGO they've they do both. You can do a form of drafting where where you're just buying in with points, like they call them play points, and then if you win, you win more play points to buy in again. Okay, but. So they could do a version of drafting where your reward is not keeping the cards you're drafting. It's, it's something going. else. It's getting whatever, getting a wild card or getting some sure. amount of gold or whatever. Because yeah. that, that could be a way they'd go to. Like that's a thing, and I mean, this is it's it's one of those things that every store will do differently almost. But mm-hmm. like at my at my game store, they do a very nice um re like a redraft. Like, everybody generally gets something. You put out all the rares, mythics, foils, and money cards, Mm -hmm. like, if there are any. And then whoever won gets to pick first, second, second, and so on. And you just go until all the cards are gone. And sometimes only the winner gets, like, a $3 card. And I've been a part of a draft where there was $12 cards at least, like, 14 deep. It was great. (laughs) But it's, I mean, it's, I suppose it's possible to implement that, but it probably will not happen that way, I'd imagine. Yeah, that seems unlikely. Yeah. Generally on, on MTGO, you win packs if you win games and uh, you keep all your cards you draft. 
fun non-crump anecdote for once oh shit uh, apparently um my the game store that's in like the local game store in town uh literally before my friend mike got there their entire system was different and hmm. I, I feel like i've talked about this before and i feel like i've said i felt like i've talked about this before Oh, I don't man. remember the story. Just, I could say, well, them like this is. I'm having an incredible sense of deja vu. I don't trust myself. <laughs> I need someone to. God damn it! No, this is all. I've had this conversation with myself. Basically, they were like, they would combine draft, redraft pools or something. Like prize support mm-hmm. was shared between draft pods, even though like the pods are separate for who's playing who. And then oh, they weird. just put all of the rares and stuff in a big pile and, like, did all this weird, shitty stuff. And then, like, my friend Mike ended up moving to town and, like, told him, you guys gotta stop this. <laughs> like, this is... <laughs> it's not illegal in terms of the game, but, like, it's gonna shit on you at some point because it's not good. Like, uh-huh. if someone in Draft Pod won is doing great and they're super excited about that $50 foil mythic whatever that's in their pod but then the guy in the other group does better and they didn't even have a chance to like fight for it (laughs) Mm -hmm. like yeah no anyway it's my my draft horror story I mean again they I can't imagine doing a a redraft at any of the events I've been to also, or, or any of the or, physical events I've been to, just because too many, way too many people, and mostly like all strangers, like okay, just yeah, just way too much. Also, that would feel so. I would feel so bad about having to do that. Yeah, I mean, having it, to turn in my cards. I think like one of the tournaments I'd gone to was like the first year they weren't doing redrafts on stuff or at one mm-hmm. place, but uh, and they yeah, I've never done that. Um, they'll do the occasional, like, keep what you draft, and especially for, like, mm. the master sets and everything, it's almost 100% keep what you draft unless everybody, for some reason, unanimously decided to not do that. Mm. But, yeah. yeah. So, whenever whenever draft hits arena, that, like, I'm really enjoying it now, but that's yeah. gonna be one, like, it fucking takes... Especially if you no. can join drafts, like, with... For, like, if me and you could hit up a draft, like, that'd be fucking great. Like, that's what I want, because drafting with friends is even better than just playing with friends. Uh, it's pretty... It's... Yeah, drafting with friends seems unlikely, because you can game it. So. I'm... But... Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't know. And I don't even know how you how you would prevent I that either. You would just... I mean, you just have to queue at the same time and hope you ended up in the same same pod. That would yeah. that would be how it would work, I would, I would assume. Probably. You're either, either you draft like kind of a um. Not necessarily how uh. Hero League works in Hots or anything, mm-hmm. but at one point wasn't it like all or nothing? Like you, you know, just certain. Okay, if there's six of you and you're all and you can find six or five other people to draft with you, sure, go for it. Because if you're all in a party, then whatever. And oh, if you don't have anyone. Like, then you have to go... Like, you can't just do two of you in a draft. You're not mm-hmm. fucking the system the way, that like, way. But Hots Team I, League used to work. Uh, yeah. I will say that uh, Magic Gathering Online has, over time, 
shifted entirely to a, a league system where they used to just have a queue you could get into for, for individual pods for draft. Like, so as soon as it hits eight people, it pops off. You eight go into a draft and then you play your little tournament to see who wins. They don't do that anymore. Really? I think, it might be in there a little bit, but I think it's mostly eliminated. Mostly people don't do it. The thing it does now is when you when you, you join a league, you'll draft with eight people, and then you'll go into a greater pool of everyone drafting that same set, and it'll match you against just someone else. Okay. And that's how and that's how it does it. And I feel like they might do arena that way, just because that's much easier for online matchmaking and that's people's fair. time. Because the other advantage of that is you don't have to play all these games right now. You have whatever until this league ends, which is going to be like months to to technically finish your games. Mm -hmm. So you can play it entirely on your own schedule, which is a super good idea. I think now that I've I didn't like it at first, but the more I messed with it a little bit, and I'm like I'm all in just because it makes so much more sense (laughs) for allowing people's time and being able to play whenever you want. Okay. Yeah. No, I, um, it's also just, I don't know. It just feels odd right now. I guess, especially I, I I just thought of it now as I was talking, uh, how you play one game instead of three, which is the usual. And they've said they're, they Mm -hmm. said they're going to add a mode where there's like a best of three, but yeah, of course. Yeah, I, single yeah, single games be, is kind of weird for Magic because again, ma- Magic is mostly best of th- it matches because sideboarding is such a such a big thing. It's a huge thing, but in a in a game where I can't get the cards I want, I'm like I don't care about sideboarding. <laughs> like I don't have I don't have the cards to sideboard. You I don't even have the cards for my deck. Seventy five cards to play with. Like like I, I think that's think so. the the real feel bad about how it's built is it's only currently is just like only the single competitive game thing is in but then you mm-hmm. can't get the cards for the competitive thing like you yeah. can't get the competitive cards whereas if it were just like oh, casual fun times or whatever you can play your casual fun decks or whatever your dumb dumb mm-hmm. stuff it's it's just like it's slightly at odds with itself just because of the the constraints of just having everyone in one queue for the purposes of testing yeah I also, I really want there to be more re-rolling for quests. Instead of I the mean, one well, per day. Well, yeah. Is it one re-roll per day? That's all it is? Yeah. Okay. Because, yeah, it's either that or just maybe don't do, like, color-specific quests <laughs> would be nice. Or maybe yeah, make it, like, three. If you made it, like, three, you'd probably be able to like way more often be able to make it work but yeah it just right now with how it's limited it just feels like i have a what is i have like a red white quest right now that's not happening Mm -hmm. (laughs) the only deck i have that's worth any that's like even good is green black so that's just out i will say i had i got the i'd been doing black white and i got a black green quest and I was just like, all right, I'm just going to try and do this because it's 300 gold. Uh-huh. And it, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. No, if but that's partly because I think totally fine. Or but I didn't really even deck? use I switched decks completely. 
Okay. Yeah, no, I had to. It had to be a black green deck instead of a black white deck. Was it like win oh, with a black or green oh, deck? Oh, okay, got I it. had to. I just switched decks entirely, and even playing that deck wasn't using any of the black cards from the other deck. But I think that's more a function of I think black green's pretty good because you those explore black cards. Green is so I'm loving that deck. Yeah, so uh, so that was actually not that bad. <laughs> it was surprising. No. Consider like the deck I'd spent all the time in and all my wild cards on, yeah. and then I switch to this black green deck and it I win like two out of three. <laughs> like yeah. wait, really? <laughs> this deck I've invested nothing in. So that that kind of fun can can happen, but that's I like was actually rare. I was really exception. glad that there's going to be at least one more wipe because I burned all of my wild cards that you're given initially on that like shitty uh, blue red like burn deck yeah that's it the thing i fucking really terrible hate, is like so. it feels so bad to spend your wild cards like they're such they're so hard to get them again like mm. even common wild cards it's or no common wild cards it's fine it, uncommon wild cards are also kind of brutal i've been had on uh, the issue with uncommon it's been all rare and mythic well even if yeah. like rare is yeah i don't even need the weird mythic stuff but yeah no it's I mean, there are specific decks that need a lot of mythic, but yeah. rare I mean, right can I'll be just as I hard. Get. <laughs> yeah, no, that was. I mean, in one of the other ones, in one of the, I think the last version of the economy, like mythic wild cards. That's fine, no problem. Yeah, rare wild cards. God damn it! I need rare wild cards just to build lands. Like I want better lands. And I think, yeah, no, it'd actually be um, interesting if they would allow it for some reason. I, I don't think, I think it's fine as a feature, but I think it would be a, a pretty pretty niche case is like, let me use my mythic rare to craft a rare. Mm -hmm. Let me use my rare to craft an uncommon, that sort of thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, sometimes you just like, there is a that weird case of like, I need two rares and I have a rare and a mythic. <laughs> so I, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, because like the, it's just like, what do I need right now to make this deck better, and translate that from what they give you is like, it's just mm. not doesn't it's not simpatico. It's just at odds. And I mean, Hearthstone has a lot of these same problems. I will say, I found Hearthstone's economy incredibly frustrating. Is the reason I don't I don't play yeah. more of it. But how, but I at least understand stand the strength of it and hearthstone at least has the thing where all of its cards are designed specifically for hearthstone whereas yeah. not all of arena's cards are designed for arena because magic mm -hmm. is kind of not a game it's a set of cards that is then slotted into a bunch of different games so different cards are only really useful for different yeah. games basically with with limited being the most focused on like that's the one they really care the most about when they design the set is oh, for drafting yeah. no absolutely the, like, the draft environment so there's that cards. just when that's in there that will make a huge difference because yeah. that's and i've seen that a lot more like why is this card a mythic it's garbage yeah but in limited <laughs> like if you open it in a draft everybody gets fucked if you put it in a yeah. standard deck it's garbage or any deck for that matter but um <laughs> I I don't know if this would be too much, but instead of getting a card for every win, if you got like a wild card at their rarity level, 
You know, like you have more of a chance to get a common than an uncommon and so on. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know if that'd be too much, but in a game that I think I think there are very well, I, I shouldn't say very few because I honestly don't know. There's probably a healthier mix than I think, but for the most part, people enjoy having more than one deck. Like, people are going to want to have different decks because if someone really likes control, they're not always going to want to play it every single time. And what happens yeah, no. when more sets eventually come out and then the meta shifts and your deck is garbage and you have to build a different one? Yeah, Possibly. that's totally, totally a thing for me where, like, in games with grind, uh, getting through... If the grind for this one thing is too much, I'm annoyed because that I never want to start the grind for this other thing. Like in like in WoW, I liked when the grind was less because then I could just start a new character if I wanted to like get on that train again or whatever. But like if I if I have my main deck that I'm building, I would like to get close to be done with it so then I can start another deck. Like I love building deck. I like building different decks. And I've noticed. I'm yeah. I've been <laughs> I've, I've going ape shit on the building EDH, just designing EDH decks. And when I can't do that, I'd lose. I get frustrated and lose interest. Like, my whole problem with the the Planeswalker, the dual Planeswalker games was you weren't really building your own deck that much, so yeah. they were boring. So it wasn't nearly as fun. And I think it's also... As, although I do can have fun just playing a pre-con. That, that can be fun, too. But I don't know. Depends on the environment. I was going to say that they should have, like, a testing mode where any, like, all the cards are unlocked, but then people would just play that instead of anything else. Um, yeah. But some way to, I like... just, I find it... Actually, I find it weird the way they're currently doing it with how few cards they're giving people because there's so little to do with them. Like, mm -hmm. some of the problems that exist in the way the economy works now wouldn't be a problem if there were other stuff to do with the cards other than just play this one competitive queue. Yeah. So it's not completely a fair test. Like, it's definitely people are going to be harsher on this, and I feel harsher on this than maybe I would in a different case, although I'm always going to want more. Always going to want more. So they I, have to... I just wish there was a way to, like, do a... Tr whether it was a test mode or a goldfish thing or even just, like, an AI match somehow. Like, anything would be fine. A way to... Yeah test a deck after using your wild cards like for that one shitty burn deck i had would have loved mm. to have like okay you crafted your shit you get three games and after three games you have to like have a yes or no question like do you want to keep the shit that you crafted yes or no and i would have uh -huh. been like hell no this is ass and i made a mistake <laughs> so at yeah, least the, the instant to feel see. bad yeah because yeah. they're in or like if you misclick oh if you just or you're zoning out, you thought you had the right card selected and you didn't. Like, yeah. well, I wanted this mythic, but I didn't choose it, and here we go. <laughs> like, I guess I have this one now. There's uh -huh. no, you have the confirmation, but like, pfft, whatever. Yeah. What's ever stopped anybody? <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's just like, oh, oh, I got a rare, but it's not a rare I care about. Mm -hmm. Oh well, like the amount of grind for a air rare that you're just never gonna play. Is like, yeah. Well, there's just a lot of trash in Magic, and it's like when no, you're making it such a, a such a like streamlined thing that stands out all the more. 
Mm. Whereas in different environments, it's fine. It's not a big deal. When I'm playing Commander, it doesn't matter that there are lots of cards yeah. that are useless for Commander. <laughs> like, that's not important. Mm -hmm. Most common cards, not, yeah. not like, worth looking at. And in, like, a... I'm trying to figure out how to word this, just because, like, I'm thinking about all these cards that are garbage. And it's like, any constructed format doesn't really care, because you can just ignore them. If you... Yeah. Yeah, you can generally just ignore them. But, like, limited, there are those cards that every time will, like, unless it's a person who doesn't know better, they will make all of the rounds at the table. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, it's just... And, and that's what, yeah. like, you're, you're forced... It's almost like being forced to take those. Yeah. Like... I don't know, there's... My other thing I'll say about Arena is if you compare it to Magic the Gathering Online, Magic the Gathering Online is still, like, even if I wanted to, like, say you just want to build a fun deck from scratch, way better use of your money. <laughs> like, just, like, to build a deck you can that you want yeah. for, for cheap and just play it for fun, like, that's entry that's super good except that the interface is bad and it's like an ugly yeah. experience so like i feel like for this because the th the thing we haven't really talked about arena arena plays well like it's, it plays better I was actually than thinking those about that. Been, of the planeswalkers we've been, game. Shit, we've been shit talking quite a bit of things but like as a game and as like as far as playing magic digital goes it's great like it play it does play really well I really yeah, enjoy it, how it, it moves better fast. It's I mean it's way better than the duels games. Sometimes I'm sometimes like I'll like so there's there's a feature in Arena that's really nice, like nine times out of ten. And the tenth time when it's not nice is because the user is an idiot. When you uh -huh. can cast stuff and it automatically taps your lands. Yes. And you'd mention this. Like sometimes yeah, you yeah. cast a thing and it taps the lands you didn't want it to tap and you didn't notice, and here we go. Like, yeah. <laughs> but that's totally user error. Like, it's I like that as a feature, but ooh. yeah. Uh, occasionally, it will get it wrong, and then you can't cast the second thing you wanted to cast. I'm like, you couldn't which is see infuriating. that I had a couldn't see super that I had a tilting black, black card in my hand, and he decided to tap all my swamps for this yeah. like two drum. Like, okay, that's super. That tilting. That's super tilting. When you accidentally screw up on a. On when you can respond to a thing in combat, yep, is also super tilting. Just because sometimes it's not clear when's the last point I'm going to have to respond. Yeah, and whatever. there's definitely some stuff that's like you have to learn it. Like I, yeah, yeah. for some reason, and I like I don't know. I got stuff confused in my head. Like the almost the first game that I ever played in arena, like swing out and I'm like oh man I have this burn spell I'll kill his creature that's blocking mine I'll like do damage to him doesn't work like that mm -hmm. so it, but nope. there's stuff like that that you just okay well this happened and it fucked me over uh -huh. not gonna happen again at least not in the next 10 yeah. minutes <laughs> you know but no overall I I really enjoy it like for the the yeah. gameplay and everything and, and nice. the, the one of the other reasons I wanted to be good is it can be a thing for me to point people to if they want to learn magic like yeah because that's because yeah, again play. magic gathering online 
was a huge thing for me learning the correct rules to magic. Like I've I've said before, I spent many years playing magic very wrong. <laughs> Just because I didn't know any better. Uh so having a digital version that enforces the rules for you is super good for new players. Mm-hmm. And, no, and an, an accessible free to play version, that's huge. Like it's again Magic has needed its Hearthstone equivalent for a long time. They've been slow to make a version that's actually good. So uh, this is still looking pretty promising. Yeah. No, I I have faith that they'll fix it, and at least fix it enough to make it, like, fine. Yeah. Because it's not, you know, it's still very much in beta, and people have been bitching a lot about the things that are worth bitching over, so. Yes, the forums are full of people complaining about the economy at the moment. Yeah, and actually they, not... I mean, they did release a thing, like, they had a little statement that was like, yeah, we hear you guys, like, we'll yeah, get we back know. into it. <laughs> yes. But... I mean, Magic's PR, very quick to say, we hear you, <laughs> I will say. Not always that they'll do stuff about it, but they do a lot of... They know what people are saying. They do a lot of polling and research about any decisions mm-hmm. they make. They have they have the resources for that. They're, they understand. They understand their audience overall probably better than, than anyone Except else. for the reserved list. <laughs> that's, that's a whole yeah. other thing. Look, and they'll print cards that they don't realize how broken they they are all the time also i will say yeah sometimes you look at a card like how did they not what are you doing guys <laughs> or just even yeah i don't know like i'm just the standard season has been like there's so many banned cards mm. stuff keeps coming out of the woodwork but yeah i so do you think they're just going to be like a full standard format in arena or will it kind of just be its own constructed beast? Their goal is to have all of standard. So like a full keeps up with standard and adheres to the ban list. Yes. Keeps up with standard adheres to the real ban list and moves forward in time from there and figures out older formats as it moves forward. Mm Mm-hmm. See if that I, is their goal. If I had a way to play standard that didn't involve dropping like four hundred dollars on a deck, that's how you get yeah. me to play standard. <laughs> like, exactly, I'd yeah, totally, totally do it if I even. I mean, not with this economy. Not in this economy. No one yeah, can no. afford that. <laughs> no, that would be like on Magic Gathering Online. Occasionally, like a standard mono red deck would pop up that was like okay that I could get for like twenty bucks or whatever. Like very mm. occasionally. And that, yeah. that would play some some standard for a while. Yeah, do it up. But uh, also, just like without the super expensive sideboard cards or whatever. <laughs> as a draft for, like, part of the thing that I liked about draft in Magic Online, okay, it's, I liked the concept, but because watching Magic Online is terrible, I didn't mm-hmm. like it that much. Yeah, you, but like, it's basically having, like, here's the name of all the cards, and if you know them and can recognize yeah. them by the tiny art, then you, you know. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. Uh, I was over at, like, my friend's house, and a bunch of, like, guys were there, and, like, we were all just chilling. And after a while, Crump is like, guys, I want to do some magic drafting. 
It's like, yeah, sure. So he like hooks the laptop up to the TV and it's like a group draft. And yes. Then Crump's no, piloting, one of the, the, piloting the deck and every time he fucks up, everyone, you know. That's one like, of one of the so most good. fun ways to, to draft on Magic Gathering Online is to get together with a group of people and yeah, like group do so it. Good. That is definitely a thing. That is it's it's always super fun. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's also super I'm fun when you're that. the person who's not spending the money. That's the yes. best. <laughs> yeah, when you're the one who's like, yeah, man, take it. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, go for the high risk, high reward play. It's yeah. not my fucking money. <laughs> it's, yes, that's definitely a thing. There was a. <laughs> I just remember like the the first time I ever saw it. Like it was it was great. I just sit there watching, and then Crump like misclicked <laughs> and just <laughs> fucked himself so hard. Everyone starts giving him shit, and he's, like, trying to defend it, like, it was the game. And we're like, dude, we're all, like, you're on the big screen. We all saw it. Just, yeah, no, that's a, there's a funny, so like, watching uh, Super League, which is stuff they do on, uh, like, they'll do, they do MTG running tournaments on uh, MTGO with, like, former top Pro Tour players. Mm-hmm. Or top, or even current Top players, and occasionally there's just someone who just has not really played much Magic Gathering online, so they're like oh, they just, have no just being super slow because they don't want to fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> they're just terrified no, of clicking the wrong thing. And see, that is nice. And then like, when you, and then occasionally you'll watch someone who's like played this one deck over and over, and they're just like lightning fast, flying through, yeah, just yeah. like super quick, and it's just it's just super cool because you if you if you the thing I like about that thing is if you get your hands around it, it can it'll oh, it yeah. can be the best version. It can it can fly fine. It's just it's like it can like explode and you're just like there are wires everywhere. What am I doing? Mm-hmm. You're like tangled up in Christmas lights or whatever. Um, I was actually just because um you know in arena everything is pretty. It's very there are big orange and blue buttons. It's all very clearly laid out. Um, mm-hmm. But even aside from like how the 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 style of the the visual style of the game is in that regard for like ease of use, like I like the little touches that they put in on like the mythic rares and stuff. Like you lay a mythic down, a little dude pops up and he like meows or roars or whatever the hell he's gonna do. Yeah. Like yeah, the cat's keep, meow. Yeah, if so they good. keep that up for like if they keep that consistency up, like I want the cards to do stuff when they enter, like it's cool. You yeah, know, that's not expecting like Yu-Gi-Oh holograms or something, but you know, like give <laughs> like me a just little, little give me a little taste, little flourishes, which is a is a thing they've they've copped from Hearthstone mostly. Yeah, no, I, uh, I figured, the, but like the other the other thing I will I'll say about the uh, the way they display the cards, where they just it's mostly just like the the rectangle of the art and then a little bit of information around it has been interesting there are people who who just don't like that but oh yeah i think they had to do it that way you have to have it the way that's the easiest to display so as a viewing experience is like totally makes sense the weird thing is so one of the weird thing is the reason that they cards tap the way they do where they just turn slightly 
and then like they disappear with a tap symbol. I saw uh, a stream they did where they talked about why they decided that. And the weird thing is when they turn when they tried turning the card sideways, it looked super wrong because the proportions when it was that way made oh. it look more like an untapped regular magic card. Gotcha. So yeah. like just a thing in people's brains who have played a lot of magic just saw it as instantly wrong because yeah because just of that shape is so ingrained in people's heads yeah i've definitely seen that that was a thing like people were like can we please just have the now that the nda is over can we please just have the lands tap all the way and i'm like it's pretty fucking clear they're tilted they're grayed out they have the untether they have like the the symbol the on tap them. symbol yeah like it's pretty clear that it's not open no, and they they did a whole stream where they outlined why they did that and the mm-hmm. There was totally people in Twitch chat when those coming out. They're like, "Yes, that's how it should look," and they're like, "That nope, nope, <laughs> just just terrible." Because because if they wanted to do it, it would. By the way, the game is made. It would actually be an easy change. It's just it, that's not going to happen because mm-hmm. it'd be crazy. No, I I generally like it. Um, I've noticed sometimes that mousing over stuff. Like I want to read a card and I'm mousing over it, and I have to like find that little sweet spot. Because it doesn't mm. always go, but other I found than that, that it's been fine. Yeah, the mo- the biggest problem is when you're searching your library, which usually is for a basic land. Yeah, like the ones on the edge don't click very well, and it's annoying. Like I want to find a plains. A- All my swamps appear. <laughs> so yeah, like, scroll over to one plains. <laughs> but those are those are minor, minor mm. nitpicks. Um, I like the. I like the uh, visualization of some, I guess the only one I can really think of solidly that I've encountered is flying. Like how you have the card very clearly like hovering mm-hmm. uh, that. And then I know what happened for exert with like the chains. Yeah. Like that, that sort of thing is cool. Um, yeah. Exert has a weird issue where like, where you click on the card dep- yep, decides if you're going to gonna exert or nice or not. Yeah, so like ex- exerting basically is like some creatures have a thing where when they attack, you have to tap them. And if you exert them, they do something extra, but they don't untap on your next step. And I learned the hard way that if you want to exert them when you attack, you click on the right side of the card. There's like two arrows. And yeah, I it basically just... brings up two little things, but if you click too fast because you don't know that no i i guess i, I think i just assumed that it would be like a declare attack and then yeah it like would a ask thing, you yeah like it'd pop up and it definitely didn't do that so that was nope, a one and does, done mistake does not ask there is no asking <laughs> yeah there's but yeah yeah there's a, also there's there's convenient stuff like if a card is playable from your graveyard it'll put it in your hands but like next to your hand yeah and it I, it also lets you it lets your opponent see that as well so you don't yeah. have to like search every turn mm-hmm. um, they just recently did a thing so that if you've revealed one of your opponent's cards it stays revealed if it's still in their yes, hand that's so good or like on the top of their library as well yeah, yeah, yeah. which is very nice so unless that thing it gets moved shuffled around or whatever and uh, you don't know it's there anymore it will it will stay there which is hella convenient because mm-hmm. if you want to do that in real life you gotta like take notes yeah no i've seen i was gonna say i've seen exactly one person who was like, 
downvoted to oblivion was bitching about it a little bit. <laughs> they should keep shit revealed wherever. It's not like that in real life. Like, of course it's not like that in real life. Like, <laughs> but you can't... It makes sense in in this form. Like... Yeah. Yeah. So It's that's, an easy uh, thing to do. Like, what's that hard? I, I think... So it, there's no reason to not do it. It might... I don't know. I don't want to say that it increases the power level, but, like... Stuff like duress or something where the opponent reveals their hand. It's looking a lot nicer now. <laughs> like, I can just see your hand constantly. Yeah. Instead of like, it's, yep, you have things. I'm going to forget in three turns. It's just stuff about lowering the... It does lower the skill floor of the game. But that's yeah, fine. But not, that's but, like, yeah, who no, cares? I'd much rather have more people, like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, again, those are... those are The hardcore players complain about that sort of thing of skill floor lowering. Because, like, I had to learn it this way. Are you Whatever. kids? Ever. You had to learn with mana burn. Just fuck off. You and your I did. I did have to learn with mana. I did have to learn with mana burn. Yeah. It, it wasn't that big a deal when it went away, honestly. <laughs> it was like, oh, yeah, that's that's convenient and makes more sense when you're trying to teach people the game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, some cards are just better now. Yeah. But. Yep. No, it's a, it's a very solid, it's a very solid game, and I have high hopes for it, and it plays super well, and yeah, it plays super well is the is the big is, thing. That's a giant thing. Like, I hope the economy gets fixed, but yeah, if I, like that's even even for me, that's like a second. I hope draft is good, and if the draft yeah. is good, I care far less about economy because I just want to draft. That's true. From I the, I completely agree with that. And, like, could I go down to the game store and draft on Fridays and, like, see some friends and do whatever? Yeah, sure. But also I could be sitting in my pajamas at home with a drink and some chips <laughs> listening to my music. Yo, I love drafting at home. It's yeah. so nice. <laughs> yep. It's all the fun of drafting without worrying about now, the... Now, if I could whatever. draft and not, like, be spending $15 every time I want to draft or whatever... That would be even nicer. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Which is really my my hope for Arena, because again, I can I I can and I will in the future draft on MTGO. That is a thing that will happen because I still have packs on there. <laughs> Use them if you got them. Exactly. Exactly. But I think that's going to be a podcast. We've gone for over an hour. We have. So we will not we will not talk about the other magic topics we could have. Those will be saved for a future episode. So we're not done talking about magic, but we're done talking about magic for now. Next week we'll yeah. do something else. Yeah. I don't think the other I don't think Dominaria or Brawl have enough for like one full episode. That would derail. I feel like no derail into whenever, magic talk. But whatever when when Dominaria launches, that might be enough or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Whatever. That's my guess. Yeah, but I don't. I I would do the outro, but I don't know any of our info. So <laughs> cool. Uh, you can email us at saltcirclepodcast at gmail Find us on soundcloudcom saltcircle and on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and other various podcast sources as Salt Circle Podcast. And we're on Twitter at Salt Circle Pod, and I'm on Twitter at Comic Panels. I'm on Twitter at Bean underscore LP. Hit us up if you want to play some magic. 
playing tabletop sim. If you already own the game, it's free. If you don't own the game, you just need to own the game, and we'll show you how to roll. It's yeah, a good it's time. basically basically like playing with proxies. It's all cards. super fun and not expensive at all. <laughs> it really. Is. Uh, peace.